I'm Justin. And I'm Clarissa. Together, we're raising three boys. Jet, who's four. Jace, our three-year-old. And Baby Jones. This podcast is all about sharing our stories of a fun, messy, and chaotic day-to-day life. Days can be rough, and finding breaks is hard. But there's no question the time of the day when we can get every kid to sit down. Snack time. All right, here we are, another episode of Snack Time. Yeah, we are almost into the month of March, just about a day or so away. Yeah, it's flying by already, but it's good. It's a good thing. I I like that it's flying by because that means I'm closer to not washing bottles anymore. Agreed, agreed. Our little man's almost nine months already. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. He's crawling, army crawling all over the place, man. Little little crazy guy. (laughs) Well, uh, today was nice. Yeah, today was, yeah, I guess. I mean, we got outside is what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, it's almost March. We got outside. Yeah, it was a pretty decent day. We went outside, went on the bike trail Mm -hmm. uh, by the house, let the boys uh, do their thing. Jet Jet going on his little uh, Spider-Man bike about as fast as those little legs can pedal. (laughs) And Jace is Jace, Jace, man. He's his own dude. What is it about the second kid? (laughs) I don't know. Everyone I talk to. <laughs> I don't it's like know. like they're born with a second kid personality. He's so hilarious though. He has this, uh, a balance bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took his balance bike with him. <laughs> and he's, you know, going down the trail. And, and then, you know, Jet kind of takes off and he loses interest pretty quick. And he's, he's, I would say he's our lazy one. Oh, Oh, he is definitely lazy. <laughs> it just depends what it is. <laughs> he's so lazy. It's so funny. But he's uh but it was hilarious. Just I walked with him majority of the time and it's stop and go, stop and go. Mm-hmm. Questions, talking, stop and go, stop and go. Mm-hmm. Can you carry me, Dad? Can you carry me, Dad? No, I cannot. You're gonna <laughs> have to walk yourself. Yeah. I got a question for you, Justin. All right. I got an answer for you. So we are outside today. Yes. So you would say it was warm enough to be outside. Yes. (laughs) So why are our Christmas lights still on the house? Because we left. You wanted to leave. And (laughs) then we went grocery shopping. Guys, it's almost March. This is an issue. Okay. I'm ratting you out. All right. You, you rat me out all you want, but the fact that they're not <laughs> down has nothing to do with me and everything to do with the way you run our schedule. Oh, I run. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Let's go here. We need to go do this. Well, maybe by the next, our next podcast. It's nice out. We should go do something. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's great. We can go do something and the Christmas lights will stay up. <laughs> well, if anyone wants any holiday cheer, come stop by our house, plug the lights in. They're not turned on. <laughs> I've stopped that. Oh. At least. At least. Thank goodness. Hey, man. Whatever. Well, if y'all are struggling with getting those lights down, I'm in the same boat. You're in the same boat. Like you're going to do anything. Oh, it's irritating, but okay, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, you're not going to do anything with it. All that to say, I'm glad it's finally starting to warm up. I hope for many various reasons it continues to warm up. And it's going to be a good time, I think, this spring. Yeah, it will. Anyway, <laughs> what we wanted to bring to you guys tonight or today in this podcast is a, another interview. Yeah, right. it's super exciting. Yeah, so... I think I don't remember when we said it or how we said it, but every other podcast that we post is going to be or try to be mm-hmm. an interview with another couple who's in a different stage of parenting. Yeah. And tonight we've got um, a couple that we know from our church. Their names are Curtis and Lindsay Patrick. Um, and we wanted to interview them just because uh, they have a little bit older, older children than us. They have um, a couple, they have two that are in school, kind of elementary school, one on the older side of that elementary school range, and then their youngest is a four-year-old. Yeah. And so it was just kind of fun to hear from their perspective of, you know, kind of where where are we 
going to be next yeah with our kids and, and hearing some of those some of those things and learning a lot um very great people uh very good uh topics that they went went over and discussed uh we were taking notes pretty much mental notes as we were uh sitting there listening and mm-hmm. trying to implement actually some of the things that they brought up in this podcast. So some of the stuff that they bring up, uh, hopefully you want to implement as well. And uh, in particular, and maybe we do a podcast on this at yeah. some point, uh, just you and I talking about us and our personal lives and what is our family motto going to be? Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that was hit on in this podcast in particular uh, with Curtis and Lindsay, and uh, I think I think they hit the nail on the head with it, and uh, super simple, but a super important thing to do to mm-hmm. get your family and everyone in the right direction of of what are your goals and your values as, as a family. Yeah, it was very very inspiring, and I know um, Lindsay also talks about some very practical ways that she kind of manages that day to day household life with the kids. So I think you guys are going to gain a lot from it. I'm so excited for you guys to kind of hear this interview and we're excited to hear your feedback too. So we'd love to, to hear, you know, if you comment or give us a shout out on, on what you found to be helpful from this, because I'll be honest, like this is super fun for us to get to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, selfishly, doing this is more fun. Like it's more fun for us than it is like we're putting something out there. Like (laughs) it's not what it's about. This is really about for, for our gain selfishly. Um, Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're, we're excited for y'all to hear this. And, and they say not Curtis and Lindsay, but just in general, it's kind of said you learn, sometimes you learn best from hearing um, experiences from other people. Um, I know when I was just a brand new mom, I was, you know, texting all my friends, talking to, to moms that were, you know, maybe had two kids by then, or what did you do to hear what, you know, and all of that. So it's pretty exciting to, uh, get to listen to some other people's experiences and absolutely to look forward to. Yeah. So everyone listen in and enjoy our conversation with Curtis and Lindsay. Welcome to this podcast, and this is going to be our second interview, and tonight we have Curtis and Lindsay Patrick with us, and we're going to start by just getting to know you guys a little bit. So give us kind of that 10,000-foot view of kind of how you guys met and how you've ended up where you are today. Well, our story actually starts back in middle school. Oh, wow. Uh, when I, yeah, it's nice. pretty, kind of crazy. We're both from uh, from Mount Vernon. Uh, when I was in sixth grade, uh, Lindsay was in seventh. Uh, I've, I've had a thing for older, older women. Cougars, yeah. Um, yeah. So does Justin. She was a 13-year-old cougar, man. And uh, <laughs> so we were actually, this is the, the dorkiest thing about us for sure. Uh, we were stand partners in orchestra, violin stand partners in orchestra in middle wow. school. That was our first, um, you know, the first time our paths crossed. We didn't actually start dating until high school. In um, the swing club. And which yes. is also super dorky. What is swing club? Like you know, swing, swing dancing. dancing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like they had a club. Okay. For that. okay. Yeah. The, there was a situation where Lindsay needed a strapping man who could flip her around. And um, I was You were the guy I, for the job. I was He signed ex- up. I was the man for that job. So uh, we started dating in high school, uh, dated uh, throughout college. I mean, I'm thirty eight, Lindsay's thirty nine now. We've been together twenty years. Wow. Uh, when you put it all together. So, uh, you know, we, we feel like we've got so much marriage experience, you know, that we're bringing to the table that, you know, most, most people hit maybe in their mid forties or, or late forties. So I, I've been with Lindsay more than half of my life. It's hard to remember what it was like, uh, before her. So, um, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're best friends, uh, and, uh, and married. So that's pretty cool. So why don't you tell them about the kids? Yeah, so we have three kids. We have Kellen, who's 10, and Amelia is seven, and Miles is four. And they keep us very busy. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Yeah, because you guys are in that stage now of elementary school or getting ready to begin elementary school here. So no more babies, no more changing diapers, no more potty training. You're you're past, (laughs) past all that fun stuff into a different dynamic 
in your family that, you know, we're actually pretty interested in hearing about and hearing what you guys have to say, because that's going to be our next stage too. We've got a while till we're out of the changing the diapers (laughs) and stuff, but, but that will be the next stage coming in. So we're excited about this tonight. I can't dream of that day. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I can't, I I can't dream of that day. I can't (laughs) imagine that day. It's everything you dream of. (laughs) I can't wait. Like when you're, when you're changing diapers, it's like no big deal. But Mm -hmm. now it's been a couple years since we've done it. And we still have friends obviously that have kids that are in that phase. And it's like, now it's the most annoying thing to me that someone would need to throw a diaper away in my trash. But like, that was such a huge part of our life for so long. So it's, it's crazy. Like how quickly you make that mental transition and just leave that in the dust. Clarissa. Yeah. yeah. I, I literally can't wait as I changed multiple diapers today. So I, mean, I felt, yeah. I felt a relief for like two years that we didn't have a baby of like no more washing bottles oh, yeah. and like oh, yeah. no more, ch- well, I guess I was still changing diapers, but no more washing bottles. That's a big thing for me. That's mm. my yeah. pet peeve. Washing bottles. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. 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 That's like torture. <laughs> all right. So anyway, all right, go ahead. Yeah. Go well, ahead, I was just going to bring, I was going to bring out the uh, rapid fire questions so everyone could get to know Curtis and Lindsay a little more. All right. I hope you've got some in your head. I hope you do too. You just said you were bringing them out. <laughs> I'm bringing them out. All right, here we go. We'll do every other here. Justin, are you ready? No, you just said you got them. <laughs> all right. But all right, we can do every other. Is that what you want to do? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Favorite color? I like purple. Black. Favorite band? Oh, boy. Coldplay. Yeah, cold, cold play cold for play you for, for sure. sure. Oh, man. It's it's probably tough you for you. You can ask a music guy, my favorite <laughs> band. Like, just ask me what what day it is. Okay. Um, yeah. Last band you listened to then, Curtis? Oh, uh, Yellow Card. I listened to Yellow Card. Yellow today. Card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, favorite food? Pizza. Barbecue. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. I just smoked the pork butt today. Oh, yeah. Man. We got something to talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I love getting the smoker out. Lindsay, actually, best Christmas present I've ever gotten. Lindsay bought me the smoker I wanted. Uh, for Christmas this year. So and really enjoying that. What smoker do you have? I have a Rectech 1250. Oh, that's that's my dream smoker. Yeah. Rectech. There you go. <laughs> Rectech's what I what I'm wanting to venture into. This is riveting. Oh yeah. I guess yeah. we should probably go yeah. more rapid fire. We'll talk barbecue later. Sounds good. Um next one would be I would say Apple or Android, but you're clearly Apple. Apple. Yeah. yeah. There's only one right answer to that. See, I'm an Android dude. You're wrong. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, that wouldn't be the first time. My wife tells me all the time. I'm uh, always wrong. Yeah. Um, so favorite Disney movie. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, man. Uh, I like Moana. I don't know if it's actually my favorite, but that's the one that popped in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's good. Okay. Favorite zoo animal? The chimpanzees, for sure. All, all the big cats. I mean, give me a lion, give me a tiger, give me a black panther. Uh, that's that's my alley there. Absolutely. <laughs> I like it. I think that's good for rapid fire. I guess. Otherwise, I'm not going to come up with any more <laughs> rapid fire questions. <laughs> all yeah. right. Just a little bit about uh, Curtis and Lindsay that maybe some of y'all didn't know. But. All right. So going into kind of to start our interview here, now that we kind of know you guys a little bit, um, we just kind of wanted to start off with just asking, what does parenting currently look like for you? I know we talked a little bit about how you don't have diapers and and all the things and your kids are a little older, but what does it look like for you on a day-to-day basis? I think for me, I'm right now I'm staying at home. So I worked, I was a teacher And I taught the first year our our oldest was born. I taught for a year um, and then decided that God was calling me to stay home. So I've been staying home for almost 10 years now. Um, And so every day, I know that seems so long. Um, It goes quick. Um, But pretty much my day to day looks like running kids to school, picking them up, taking them to their sports practices. Um, basically being kind of like a referee is kind of, I think how we talked about it. Like, I feel like he's the coach and I might be more of a referee of like enforcing rules and, you know, making sure they're playing fair with each other. So I feel like a referee a lot of the Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're also kind of 
like the president of the house though, because I like that. That's um, nice. It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're definitely interpreting the rules and, and I think uh, applying them way more often than me because I'm just, I'm not here nearly as much as you. Um, and the kids are looking to you for that constant correction. They're also looking to you to do everything for them. Uh, yeah. so I, that's one thing I think about with Lindsay. It's like so much of that pressure is on her. Um, every day uh, and it doesn't yeah. stop until that last kid stops coming out of the room at night yeah. um, for the yeah. 19th Which time asking for another drink oh, or another snack that's yeah. all too familiar that. yeah. Yeah, that's all too that. familiar wait till they're old enough to know better and they keep doing it uh, it's a special kind of um, it's a special kind of righteous anger that it can inspire <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah so, so for me um, I, I like that Lindsay uh, mentioned the coach thing because I, I view myself as kind of the tone setter for the house, like what's our attitude as a family going to be? What are our goals as a family going to be? Um, and because I can't provide the instruction all day, every day, I have a demanding job. Uh, I drive to Columbus back and forth every day. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it's about making those moments count. And so it's, you know, I'm trying to like directionally parent, whereas Lindsay's really applying you know, the parenting consistently. So it also means that when I am home on the weekend more, uh, I have to go the extra mile on the disciplinarian stuff. So that way that kids don't just see Mm. Um, Lindsay in, in that role and they also see me there and I'm not just doing the fun stuff right <laughs> and I'm tired yeah. and I need a break <laughs> yes that, true that right. also that <laughs> and as the president you also have veto power exactly I so love it. I'm gonna great. remind him that he said that a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. if you're the, if you're the president I'm probably like the emperor Oh, right. The emperor. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, All right. I liked it before you said that. Yeah. So the veto power just went out the yeah, window I'm right there. I'm not looking for votes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really it's really neat to hear you guys talk about the roles that each of you have, um, because you know Justin and I speak a lot about what it means to be a team, but every you know every couple has their own dynamic. Yeah. And so I think it's important to just recognize and realize that it doesn't have to look the same as everybody else's. Sure. It just has to work. For you guys right. exactly so mm -hmm. it's pretty cool yeah and so if you take where you are now and you look back i don't know whenever you first started thinking about being a parent are you what you envisioned as a parent or is it different or something along those lines of do you envision mm -hmm. yourself did you envision yourself what you are today or are you completely different yeah i i would say pretty much I am. Um, I, I, I regret that I don't have a job that allows me to, to be home a little bit more, um, just every day, like eating that two hours every day just really stinks. Yeah. You know, I don't get to eat breakfast with the family. I'm often walking in the door as dinner's kind of getting ready, or maybe I'm bringing dinner home. If it's a busy night with, you know, Lindsay picking up Amelia from gymnastics or something. So I'm kind of coming home to chaos and I don't just get that time to like rest and like bask in the family. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's very much the dynamic that we had in, in our house growing up. My dad ironically worked like a mile from where I drive to um, oh, okay. every day. It's pretty, pretty funny. So, um, I think that's the only thing that, that I would have envisioned differently, but in terms of my, my role and how I interact with the kids, I've really tried to model my parenting after kind of a mixture of, of my parents. My dad told me I could achieve, you know, anything that I set my mind to was always, you know, pushing me, you know, a little bit further you know, you know, give 110%, like any corny sports movie, watching Rocky every night growing up, like, yeah, no one's going to hold you down. That's the type of parents that I grew up with. And then my mom just always being there for me, mm -hmm. uh, ready to pick me up. And, you know, and, and I think as you age, your, your relationship with your parents changes too. Yeah. But I know at any time, day or night, I could call my mom and I know how she'd answer. Um, and so that, that's what I want to be. The kids are still a little young to understand that depth of it, I think. Yeah, right. So they see a little bit more of what I've been trying to manifest from how my dad uh, parented me uh, so far. So, Lynn, yeah. what about you? Um, I say my answer would probably be yes and no. We <clears throat> we had a little bit of a wait to have kids. We wanted kids and had to wait a little bit longer than we thought. So that gave me a lot of time mm -hmm. to envision what I was going to be like as a mom. And whereas I think sometimes if it's quick and you don't get to, you don't think about that as much and it kind of just comes naturally. But because I had built up these big visions of like, oh, I'm going to be the mom that is constantly doing activities and crafts and fun games. I'm going to be so much yeah. fun. Well, then... <laughs> 
you have one, two, three kids and your energy is gone. Oh yeah, I <laughs> and feel so that. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, screen time was way too much today. <laughs> I feel bad at the end of the day, but yeah. I lived and my kids lived. That's pretty much where I set the bar a lot of days. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that respect, I feel like it wasn't what I envisioned, but I don't necessarily think that it was a realistic vision now that I've been a mom for yeah. almost 11 years. Um, I would love to do more of that, but mm-hmm. energy, time, and reality. <laughs> yeah. Something we were kind of talking about. Uh, so like behind the scenes, how the sausage is made on the Snack Time <laughs> podcast here, uh, Justin and Clarissa uh, sent us some, the questions to kind of ponder in advance. Um, yeah. And so, you know, Lindsay and I were kind of talking through some of this stuff. And I, one thing that popped into my head was just how much pressure moms put on themselves to have like these big moments. Yeah. Like yeah. what are those hallmark moments that we had this week? Um, or what's, what's the big trip on the calendar? And I think that stuff's super important, but Mm -hmm. I also think, you know, people and kids, especially, they are going to remember more like how you made them feel. Yeah. Um, like what, what emotion do I feel when I think about this parent more so than that specific trip or that specific meal or, you know, so Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the grace that, you know, hopefully, you know, Lindsay and other moms are listening to this, like you give yourself and maybe, and maybe dads too, but you know, I, I think uh, that that is something that all parents got to give themselves a break on. Yeah. Like not everything is, you know, an Instagram day. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that because that's actually a conversation that Clarissa and I just had this week. Jace's birthday was Monday. Yeah. And she had, you know, these plans of everything that she wanted to do with him. Well, almost everything she wanted to do with him that day, they were closed. Yeah. So, a lot of kid uh, places are closed yeah, on Mondays. Kids, oh yeah, you know, and I fun, taking the day fun off. Fun open the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she ended up doing things that, like you know, breakfast, going to McDonald's for breakfast. No, no right. nowhere else was open. Yeah. So um, McDonald's so loved it, was. it just and, as much. You know, <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah. Like in his mind, like he had yeah. an awesome day with one-on-one attention and time with mom, yeah. like in his, in his world, whatever he saw was probably amazing. And that's probably what your kids see sure. too. You know, they, they remember the way that you imagine yourself or how they're going to remember you or the I way that you envisioned yeah. yourself <laughs> is probably how they will remember you sure. despite yeah. all of those that's so true. Yeah. insecurities or frustrations that you may have going throughout that's the day. A good point. Yeah. Well, I think a good point Um, to be made as well. And I was thinking of this was someone once told me, you know, you don't have to be that Pinterest parent or Pinterest mom or whatnot. Like everybody has like that one thing they're really good at. Mm -hmm. So like me, I hate arts and crafts. I don't ever want to make things (laughs) for birthday parties or anything. I want to buy it all. And I do, and it's fine. But like, there are other things that I'm, I am good at where other people are really good at, you know, making those arts and crafts or whatever it is. That's just an example. And so I think that's something good to remember, like that I have to remind myself is that I can be good at just this one thing or two things, not 10 of the things. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, as you guys have kind of gone through parenthood and whatnot, like you said, you've, you guys have been together to, obviously for a while but forever <laughs> yeah. parents for what'd you say 10 years now being parents yeah almost 11 yeah. wow so has there been anything through these 10 years that has kind of like been this defining moment that might have changed the way you parent or the way that you look at things or the way even the way that you maybe have to discipline your children Um, I don't know if that can point to like a specific big moment. I think it's just a lot of moments leading up to one day saying, oh, things are different now. Um, I think at first you, you start off so much with safety, concerned about their safety. Like almost all of your parenting is around, (laughs) like, I will feed them. I will change their diaper. Like I will keep (laughs) them alive. And it's less of, you know, don't hit because that's going to hurt somebody or don't, you know, don't go too close to the stairs, you'll fall down. Where that kind of transition into more of like a teaching about attitudes and relationships. And so that's kind of where I feel like we have transitioned most of the way into some still a little bit with our youngest, but um, to just the whole, like, you have to be kind, you have to be, you know, you have to do more than just say, Hey, don't do that. Cause it's not safe. Like you can't do that because it hurts someone's feelings or, um, with our oldest son, even 
it's unfortunate. Like it's a lot of kids these days that like just feeling depressed almost about mm-hmm. things and trying to cheer them up. And whereas when they're little, you'd be like, here, you, let's just switch activities and then right. you're happy again. Whereas now it's like, let's talk about your friendships that you have. What, what kind of friendships mm-hmm. do you have? Um, how do they make you feel like just talking about mm-hmm. how they interact with other people too. And are you making good choices? Is that a f- good friendship for you to have? Mm-hmm. Or do, how do they act? Because people will associate you with how your friend is acting. And so that's been a big thing this year, mm-hmm. especially for our son that's in fourth grade, just learning those um, bigger kind of more, you know, adult like things yeah. even as a young, pretty young kid still. How is that as a parent having a child that's you know, an older, kind of older elementary school now. Um, and just dealing with, um, like how you said, not depressed, but having mm-hmm. those like moments that there were there might be more down or whatnot. Yeah. How is it trying to like lift them up? Or I always worry like jet, he's just now in preschool, but he'll come home and say, so-and-so said this to me or did this. And right. like, how do you handle that? Or how do you address those conversations? I mean, I think it depends a lot on your kid's personality. Like our, oldest is um he has and curtis has worked with him a lot i'll let him talk to that but uh, he's just has a personality that tends to trend negative and Mm -hmm. so just kind of continually very consistently okay well what was the positive that happened Mm -hmm. or you know but it might be different for every kid Um, just pointing out how was your day tell me something that was good today or he'll start out and tell us it was terrible because I did this and this okay now what was the good thing even if it's something as simple as you liked what was for lunch today you know just trying to (laughs) keep consistently pointing out the positives and that look you do have it really good like there's a lot of Mm -hmm. stuff that's going good today yeah yeah for for Kellen actually this dates back to I think uh first grade uh, I just gave him a visual reminder. So I made us these bracelets as a family, stay positive and work hard. Yeah. Uh, and the lessons for him are, um, if you don't have anything uh, to feel positive about, work hard through the problem uh, that you're having, and then you will probably think better about it. Right. Um, or, you know, just sometimes just looking down and seeing the words, uh, yeah. dad's thinking about you, dad gave you this bracelet. So and that was kind of cool that year. He gave them out to a bunch of his friends. I actually had to make more, uh, a bunch of kids running around, you know, wearing those. And I, I think like, uh, you know, not to name drop on the the podcast because people <laughs> outside of our sphere uh, will be listening to this probably. But uh, you know, there's other families in our church that have kids his age that that wanted them, and oh, can you make them for my baseball team? So it kind of became yeah. a thing. That was cool. Yeah. I just think it it speaks to the fact that these kids, I mean, they're growing up faster than we did. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, social media age, and you know, I think you know our generation's parenting these kids differently than than our parents parented us uh and and everything is just so much faster and so they're having to deal with these complex emotions before their mental maturity is there mm-hmm. um right. and and so you know what's that visual cue i think that's that's important but i really liked what lindsay said too just parenting each kid you know the way that they need to be parented they're, they're so different you know, Ke- Kellen's a little bit more neutral uh, or needs a little bit of encouragement at times, whereas Amelia is just this ray of sunshine. <laughs> and it's just kind of like you got to keep her grounded in reality a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and then Miles like already thinks he owns the world. So um, and he honestly could just care less what anybody thinks. So, uh, you, you know, you can imagine just the spectrum that we have to deal with each day parenting you know three kids with that kind of range of personalities parenting managing coaching three different personalities man yeah i'll say one thing that i've found personally i was an elementary school teacher so sometimes i find myself doing some of the management techniques that i use for my for my students and one thing that i've found for our kids and i don't know if all kids would respond to that um, is a point system and there's an app i think it's punti p-u-n-t-i that mm-hmm. i downloaded and mm-hmm. basically it's just a very simple point at like you add a point and so if they get to 10 points then they get something out of the treasure box and i'll put things in there that they really want yeah. um and i can take their points away and for me it's just something that's helped me be consistent because i struggle a lot with like i don't want to take away that that's a punishment to me like oh yeah i, I, I don't want to like empty threat of like well we're not going to your friend's house when I want to go there too, you know? Exactly. So that's something I can just, it's very quick on my phone. I'm able to, and they do not want to lose a point and they love getting a point. Even from my four-year-old to my 10-year-old, they all have really liked that. 
Um, and then very recently we said they got no screen time until they earned 15 points. So that gave them a time period to think, I said, every time you want to watch something, you just remember why you're not watching it mm -hmm. and think about what you can do to try to build back up our kind of trust because they were having all four, all three of them were having a little bit of, um, behavior issues at the same time. So those point system just seemed to help all of them. Yeah. For whatever. If it, if it helps you, uh, I'm all for it <laughs> because <laughs> like I said, I mean, Lindsay does fall into that, that referee day to day, a Monday through Friday. Uh, so often, you know, I think that the way that you began the question was, is there like a defining moment that you think yeah. of? And for me, uh, you know, being a dad, being somebody who grew up playing sports, that was such a big part of my life. You know, when my son said, I don't want to play baseball anymore. Oh, um, and I want to play soccer. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad you're playing a sport, yeah. but right. like baseball was like my life. Like I loved this sport growing up. It's all I did every day, all summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, so, but it, it doesn't matter. Like it's such a small decision, but I think when you're raising your first, you, it kind of goes back to the expectations. What kind of parent are you? What did you envision that your kids mm -hmm. were going to be? And then it's like, well, this is off plan. Well, it's not, it's not even important. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what's important is that they're happy. Um, and then I think each kid that you have after that, it's easier to make those decisions. And so like now when I think of miles, I'm like, all right, it would be great if he played sports, but if he's like an artist, that's cool. Yeah. Like right. I just wanted to be good at it. But with Kellen, that just felt like such a landmark thing. And it was like a hit to my ego or something for like 30 days, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I, I completely can understand like how, what that feeling would feel like initially. I've been, I've been fortunate that, uh, guys that I work with one in particular, uh, has been a pretty decent mentor to me yeah. and has given me not so much work related advice, but just parenting. He's got two boys that are grown. Sure. And he was a super athlete. I mean, he was great at everything he did. Could throw a football like none other, yeah. was a great pitcher, yeah. and was a very good basketball player. And so he envisioned, you know, his life, his kids playing sports. Neither one of them cared for sports. And he said it was tough. Sure. Um, but, you know, you just become and you learn to be interested in whatever your kids are interested right. in. Yeah. So now he's learned a whole lot about motorcycles and music. So one, one of his sons plays guitar and collects guitars and is a fantastic musician. And the other one is a gearhead that, you know, is all the time bringing motorcycles over to his house. And yeah. so he said, you just kind of learn to get into whatever they're into. And that's how you remain and retain and grow that relationship with them. Yeah. And it, it's the switch that occurs hopefully early in parenthood for most parents, but some never get there. Being a parent isn't about you. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. about your kid. And, but many people think like my kid is a reflection of me. People are grading me based on my kid. And I, I mean, right. it's just so far from the truth. Like that's, that's not uh, what parenting is supposed to be uh, just in general, nor biblically. I mean uh, that, you know, it's, it's about your kid. What can you do to raise them up in the image that they should be in uh, and, and make sure that they have the right values, everything beyond that, like it's a spectrum. You got to be flexible. Yeah, absolutely. Those are great answers. And I'm glad yeah. you, I'm glad you brought up the bracelet. Cause I was going to ask you about that anyway. Yeah. Um, I actually heard you mention it on, uh, one of your, on one of your other podcasts. Oh yeah. So Curtis yeah. is a, is a podcaster. Um, Curtis does f fantasy football heavy related, yeah. um, podcasts. And I actually heard you mention that. And I was like, I'm going to ask about the bracelet that they wear. So I'm yeah. glad you hit that hit on that. Time. What's your podcast name? Uh, so I, I don't want to derail all no, this. You're no, fine. Right. Just you, you can just look, if anybody actually has interest in that, you can look up Rotoviz Radio. It's a whole network of uh, fantasy football nerd talk. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we did almost 3 million downloads last year. We have uh, a couple dozen shows. It's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool side gig. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's good stuff. I listen to it. You <laughs> don't judge that I listen to it based on how my fantasy team <laughs> performs. <but laughs> uh, well, but, but anyway, I'm sorry. 
But well, I know for me, I will definitely be downloading the Punti app. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I love I yeah. am with Justin. I love that bracelet. And that like gives you guys as a family unit. It's almost like a, it's like your family motto. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And that's that's so cool. Like you can say that and your kids instantly know what that means. Mm-hmm. So that's Absolutely. amazing. Yeah, I, I, I said this a little bit earlier, but my dad growing up told me I could uh, do anything that I wanted to do, achieve anything I ever wanted to achieve. He drilled the four D's into my head, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And so for when my kids are away from the house, I just wanted to remember mom and dad saying, uh, work hard, stay positive, be kind, you know? And mm-hmm. that, that's going to get you through most things in life. Yeah, absolutely. So let's roll into, and actually one of the ways we, we met you guys, the way we did meet you guys is through church. And so, you know, faith is, is a big part of, it's a big part of our life. I know that's a big part of your life. And so mm-hmm. how does God fit into your life of being a parent? Um, first of all, I think it's just extremely important that they go to church on a very regular basis. So we, we definitely do the church attendance thing very regularly and um, I try to every morning I just have a kids devotional and every morning at breakfast I will read a devotional with them before we go to school recently we started keeping a list of um, each kid has to say what that week they want to pray for for themselves to improve and something that they want to pray for someone else specifically for so um, even Miles who's four it's interesting he said I want to be nicer at preschool and (laughs) so that's good you know let's pray for that or they want to pray for their aunt that's sick and so Mm -hmm. they it gets them thinking a little bit more about you have to pray for yourself too and you have to pray for other people Um, so we've done that um and then just basically i i'll try to do my personal devotions when they're Mm -hmm. around so i'll they know like it's mom's turn to do her devotions and so i want i think modeling is a really important thing Mm -hmm. that they see mom and dad doing devotions and praying and um, we don't always do it perfectly you know there's days we forget to do it or um i don't always i don't always display the perfect model role model but <laughs> we try our best right that's all we can that's do right <laughs> don't know what you're talking about oh thanks <laughs> um yeah Lindsay, man she grew up with awesome uh influences it's, it's specifically I, th- I just think about prayer i think about her grandma biggest prayer war, uh, warrior I've ever met in my life. Uh, when we got married, she said that she had been praying for me since before I came into the picture, you know? And so, I mean, that's like, that's the family that I got to marry into, which was pretty cool. Uh, and, and both of our, you know, parents, we know, you know, we're praying for each other to find each other, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I think that's, that's just good advice right there is, you know, pray for the future people that are going to be important in your kids' lives, whether it's spouses or, or friends or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, you, you need, uh, you need to be praying for those people early in life. But for me, you know, whereas Lindsay again is more of the teacher, more of the, the day to day, um, it's, it's more directional, uh, and, and also modeling, uh, for, for myself as well. So, um, I want them to see their dad, uh, serving in the church, serving others. Uh, mm-hmm. I want my sons to see that it's okay for a man to, uh, worship publicly. That's, I think it's tough for a lot of guys to be mm-hmm. a little bit vulnerable and, and sing or feel comfortable, uh, you know, uh, praising God publicly. But I, I think that's an important part of Christianity, especially when it's not in vogue to do so. Um, and so, you know, that, that's something. And then, and then I think something practically, uh, just teaching them about, you know, offering. You know, I got to put my dime in, mm-hmm. you know, in that children's church today because I earned <laughs> a buck. Um, and just get, getting those principles installed, um, early because, you know, Christianity is that mix of, um, under understanding, um, direction and what are those rules and what are the, what's the respect that and deference that we show to God, but then also, you know, the relationship aspects of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Those are, those are great ideas and things that as I'm sitting here listening to the things you guys are saying, I don't know when you start implementing some of this stuff, but I'm like, we need, we need to get on it. It doesn't stick at first. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't yeah. start devotions to the level that we're doing them no. probably at your kid's age, right. mm-hmm. but even just praying together yeah, we, is, yeah. is yeah, we a, a very simple thing. Obviously, you know that. Mm-hmm. And, um, the devotional that I got, it is, I think miles gets some out of it. Yeah. I don't know that a lot of times he's like, 
flipping out of his chair and <laughs> talking over top of me as I'm reading, but something might be, might be sticking in there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think with having a handful of kids though, once the oldest, like if two of them are willing to do it, you can get the third to go along, right. like, yeah. whether it's devotions or the show that, you know, they got to agree on to watch. Right. Uh, so if Miles <laughs> sees Amelia and Kellen being respectful and listening, you know, he's more likely to do it uh, yeah. even at age four. Um, but the same is also true. You know, if, if Miles and Amelia are doing something that's maybe a little younger focused, you still see 10 year old Kellen maybe being willing to watch Pokemon today. Uh, yeah. or, or, you know, play, play a silly game that he wouldn't probably play if it was just me and him. Right. 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 Well, my favorite question is coming up and this is how do you guys find time as a couple to grow in your marriage? Cause it sounds like y'all are very busy with the kids yeah. and then everything else y'all do. <laughs> and, and like even on Sundays, like yeah. Curtis is up there helping lead worship sometimes. Lindsay's with the, ch with the kids mm -hmm. doing children's yeah. church or kids church or whatever. Like, I don't know how you guys fit everything that you do. I don't know how we're doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> the, you in. The, the cool thing about our marriage is, you know, we really did marry uh, our best friends. I mean, um, so we, we have each other's back and we don't go to bed without having dedicated time, you know, together each night. It might be a favorite show that we're sharing. Luckily we have very similar tastes in music and you know tv and movies and everything we've that's always been a, a big part of how we like to spend our time we have the same sense of humor um and uh so i think that that's just something how can we connect even if it's just for 30 minutes you know each day mm -hmm. but then you know planning it's so important to like schedule time away we're very fortunate knowing that you know we have uh, a lot of family in the area you know her parents live on the other side of those woods behind you right. <laughs> uh, my parents are a couple of miles away and and you know we're very blessed to live you know next to uh, Lindsay's sister, uh, you know, and our, and our brother-in-law and kind of raise our kids along with them. So that, and, and the Yost from church live down the road. So, you know, just trying yeah. to figure out, you know, ways to, to help each other out. And Lindsay and I got to go to dinner. We got to get a night away. And then once that big trip, you can take every once in a while. Yeah. It was really cool. It was our, our 15th wedding anniversary last year. And so we went back to Jamaica, um, where we had our honeymoon. And so Very just, cool. it, you know, I think as adults, we do need those big things to yeah. remember, you know, we were talking about with the kids, man, maybe it's not as important. How did you make it feel? But yeah. it's so hard. Uh, it is so hard um, to get time to just talk. Yeah. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Because at night, does she have energy to tell me about the things that weren't kid related that day? Do I no. really want to talk more about the stuff I was dealing with at work? Like, that's not going to be interesting to her. She's not part of that world. Right. So like, what's the part of our life that is really material that we want to spend together. So, uh, it's, it's just the time. Uh, it's, it's the time. Yeah. I think a lot too. Um, just when I talk to my friends and stuff, I, I hear so many different ways that people connect. Yeah. So I think it's all just how, what makes the couple, you know, feel connected mm -hmm. for us. Like Curtis mentioned, we, we like the same show. So to me, I look forward to every night, sitting down on the couch next to him, yeah. not separate chairs, not like no. in different rooms, watching different things no. for us. That's mm -hmm. what's connect. other people. They need that time, you know, to yeah. separate where we don't see each other much. Mm -hmm. So I, I love sitting down with him and then we have favorite shows together. We binge watch something or yeah. just closeness. Even if it's not talking about our day, it's just being close together. And, yeah. um, that's, that's kind of what we've done ever since we were dating, even just, watching shows together. So TV is really keeping us together. <laughs> yeah, I watch The Bachelor, man. I watch The Bachelor if that's what I've got to do. I'll learn all the names. Um, hey, Justin does too. I'll watch yeah, it too. Yeah. So that, that's what you do. And then I think the other thing too, and this is a reality of growing up. I mean, you got to be choosier about like your hobbies. When we were in our 20s, I'm out there playing softball four nights mm -hmm. a week and Lindsay's, you know, got a Pinterest store. And, you know, I mean, we just had different, th <laughs> you know, that stuff's gone, you know, and, yeah. you know, someday we'll, we'll have that and we just have to be choosy. And mm -hmm. I, I think even, you know, compared to many couples that we're friends with, we just find ourselves choosing our time together rather than, hey, Curtis, you know, you know, your buddy called and invited you to do X, Y or Z. I usually just turn that stuff down. Yeah. Um, and it, not that I wouldn't like to go hang out with the bros, but well, you kind of have to yeah. prioritize exactly. at, when you're as busy as yeah. we are. Like you have to put your priorities in. If you don't put your husband or wife yeah. at the top of those priorities, then you're going to 
probably see the effects in your marriage eventually, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> Good or bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that. I love the simplicity too of just devoting a few, like 30 minutes or an hour at the end of mm. each day just to be with each other, mm. just in whatever context that is. Right. Yeah, so, that's interesting. You guys like to sit and watch the similar TV shows. We do too, actually. I'd say yeah. majority, majority of the shows. We each have our shows that we'd prefer to watch alone. Yeah. yeah. But what's the, uh, just for fun, what's the binge show right now? Oh, man. Oh, man. It's Ye- Yellowstone. I mean, Yellowstone. I don't recommend we, it. We, oh, man. Yeah. That's We're on okay. the same so binge show right on now. the same binge show. Yeah. yeah. It's not one that you're like, it's a great show, but it's, it's addicting. No, it's a great show. I yeah. mean, it's, no, it's objectively it's a great very, show. Very well written. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Yep. So that's our thing yeah. now, but... Uh, we we go through a show pretty quickly. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to say, you know, I think, um, you know, growing in our marriage, uh, I, I don't, part of it's growing and part of it's um, not allowing your marriage to kind of retreat back uh, when you don't have the time. And so I think it's really important for us to work through a disagreement or a fight. We've got to resolve it there. Yeah. And, and it's something that other than, you know, maybe the very first couple months or maybe the first year of our marriage, We've always done a good job of resolving it in the moment. I mean, probably on on one hand, you can even count the times that we've even walked out of the room on each other <laughs> to cool down. I mean, it's just, we, we work through that and we won't go to bed angry at one another. It doesn't mean we've never gone to bed annoyed, uh, but we won't, <laughs> right. but we won't, yeah. we definitely will not go to bed angry at one another. And I, I know we both got that lesson in one way or another from our parents and our grandparents. And yeah. um, we've, we've been, you know, thankfully uh, able to live that out. Well, I got to say there's uh when we got married, um, our videographer actually put together a kind of surprise video for us of advice that we got from just oh, cool. everybody that was at the reception. Yeah. And one of the, the ladies, I think we've mentioned it before on the podcast. I don't know, but one of the ladies on that video had said, um, you got to She was talking to Justin specifically. Um, I get, no, she's talking to me. She said, Clarissa, you got to just tell him what you want. You got to just tell him what you're thinking because he can't read your mind. And I, I just think back to that. I mean, that goes to resolving conflict too. Yeah. I mean, you just got to say it out, you know, blurt it out there. You got to get whatever you need to get out there in order to make sure that you do resolve it. Yeah, so. that's really good. She still like thinks that. I'm a mind reader though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as many yeah. times as I have to remind yeah. her, just tell me, remember the lady mm. in the video? <laughs> <laughs> She said, yeah. just tell me. Yeah. I can't read your mind, but I can read that facial expression. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm going to let that one go. By that time, it's usually too late. The yeah. moment is past. Yeah. I've already messed up. You may be right. <laughs> so here, let's go ahead and do giving your greatest advice to parents with young kids. More or less, give your advice to us. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we we us are those people. So, Well... I think I'll, I'll start on this one. Uh, we're still in it. I mean, we're not like, you know, a seasoned parent that's been <laughs> looking back and can reflect on what we did well and what we didn't do well. But um, so basically we're just, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. And we just are trying to get every day, get through it a little bit farther in and take it a day at a time. And don't worry about being that perfect parent. Like I had talked earlier about, I thought I would be, you mm-hmm. know, all these perfect quote things I thought would make a good parent, but, um, to just let go of some of that and give yourself a lot of grace because I know I, I feel like every time I put the kids in bed and I go check on them when they're sleeping, I'm always like, Oh, why was I so mad at you? You're so cute and so sweet. And I love you so much. Whereas that is not the thing that would not be the thing that I was saying, you know, five hours ago. Right. Um, so just kind of cutting myself a little slack as much as I can Mm -hmm. of like, I'm not perfect. That's okay. Tomorrow I'll, pray for more patience or, you know, just Mm -hmm. pray a lot. Um, I know someone, when I first had kids told me that parenting doesn't get easier. It just gets hard in a different way. And I think there's a lot, I mean, obviously a lot of truth in that, but I also thought I want to think about it gets easier in different ways too. So not just, maybe it's our, it's our little be positive thing, but to think, yes, it is. You don't have diapers anymore, but now you're going to deal with backtalk. You know, mm-hmm. so there's going to be something different that you're dealing with that's hard. Um, 
but then also going for, well, this is easier than it used to be. It's so much easier when they can go to the bathroom on their own and <laughs> they can get, buckle themselves into their car seats. Those are easier things. So focusing on, hey, this is easier than it used to be mm-hmm. rather than, oh, now we have another hard thing, you know, just kind of thinking about the, the positives of each step. Yeah. There's the, the famous saying, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. I was not good at that early on uh, as a dad. Probably not great about that early on as a husband either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think um, as, as I uh, get more gray hair on my face, um, <laughs> I, I'm realizing the importance of that. You know, it's what's the path that your family's on? Um, does it align with, uh, you know, biblical principle? Is it God inspired? And then, and I mean, beyond that, I mean, what's really what really else matters? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, for me, I'm trying to get an outcome out of our family. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to achieve their potential. Um, I want everyone to, you know, grow up knowing who God is. Uh, and be, you know, that it's that simple. And so if you can forgive yourself, I think Lindsay said, you know, kind of go easy on yourself and then just also forgive your kids, uh, cause they're kids and it's so easy for, uh, a performance oriented or achievement oriented person to, you know, grade them every day and expect yeah. great things of them. Like, okay, dude, you're like picking your nose in the corner, <laughs> um, two minutes ago. Like I can't expect you to do everything perfect. So, yeah. uh, and again, I think that's why oldest children end up a certain way and youngest children certainly <laughs> uh, end up another way. Cause I think all parents have to go on that journey for themselves. Uh, right. That's, that's how, you know, I think we already yeah. are seeing traits yeah. in our own kids of that. Oh yeah. Yep. For sure. So just to wrap this up, it's been yeah. awesome having you guys on here. I know I've, I've caught myself. I know Curtis saw me, I got emotional with something y'all were saying. So I know I'm soaking it all in and I know I'm going to re-listen to this, but um, just to kind of wrap it up, what's a final piece of encouragement that y'all have? Um, this is something that's super fresh for me because mm. I'm a big worrier. And so it's something I, I'm not, I'm not proud of that. Um, I tend to worry about a lot of things, especially thinking about the next stage. So you guys are talking about the next stage for you guys. I'm already thinking ahead to like, what's middle school going to be like and high school and parenting a teenager. I'm worrying constantly about it. And lately I just feel like I've been thinking a lot about how God already has those plans for Mm -hmm. what's going to happen to them when they get to those points. I don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. This seems so like very basic, but that's just been like an aha moment that's very simple for me is that God's already got it. Mm -hmm. And I just need to pray for myself to be able to be the parent they need. And so God's going to take care of it. We're, we're laying the groundwork that we can, and we're trusting that we're doing the right thing. We're praying constantly, pray, pray, pray. Um, And God's going to let happen what's going to happen. And we have to be there for them in whatever way we can be. Um, And then basically just um, another thing would just, if, it's okay to not be okay in a certain stage. I know when I first had my third, I was not okay. Like I had postpartum real bad and three kids is a lot of work. I didn't yeah. you guys know. Oh, we're feeling that. Um, yeah. And I just, I remember a very specific time where I was crying for like the 19th time that day. And I just looked at Curtis and I was like, I'm not okay. Like I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. So I did, I went and I got some help and I got some medication yeah. that really helped me through that time. And I just think that's a big thing of it's okay yeah. that you're not okay. Cause I think a lot of us are in that position and may feel embarrassed. Like well, they've got it together. And I probably not, <laughs> they probably mm-hmm. don't have it together either. So that's another big thing that I say. It's okay. Just talk about, talk about that. You're not okay. Tell your friends. Yeah. And that's a huge thing that has gotten us through. I remember when our firstborn was born, a girl from church invited us to, she had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on a walk, just take our babies in a stroller and go on a walk and get out. And I did that. And now we're still great friends. Our kids are best friends. And it started just with that, you know, what are we doing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's grown into something that hopefully our kids will grow up together and we'll be able to parent together. And, you know, another family that, um, follows God and Mm -hmm. just asking for help when you need help and being honest with each other and having support people. I think that is the key to getting through. (laughs) I think (laughs) I'm not through, but (laughs) so far, (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause I think that's huge just to even tell other people, like it's, 
a lot of times we see the highlight reel right on social media. And like you just said, it it feels like everyone's got it together, but just to be very vulnerable and honest about, Hey, like it's okay not to be and everyone, you know, if, if you need to reach out to others, whether, whether it's a support group with your friends or, um, help in other resources, I think Mm -hmm. that's just very, very encouraging to hear you say that out loud. And I know it will be to other people. Yeah. I don't know what else I would add. I thought your your answer was great. Um, I agree that you worry enough for the both of us, uh, <laughs> even still. Um, but I think, you know, that's maybe that's that's a one piece of encouragement is, you know, um, I, I've heard you talk about this on on previous uh, episodes, you know, that that teammate mentality. Um, huh. Remember that you're a team. You know, there are things that Lindsay brings to the parenting equation. Um, that I could never dream to do as well. And I know she depends on me for certain aspects of that um, too. Um, but then even beyond just your, your marriage and the, the parenting that, that you provide your kids, what's the community that you surround them in? Who do you allow them to socialize with? Who are the other people your age or older uh, or younger that, that are going to be part of the picture of your kids growing up? Um, you know, I, you, you have to protect uh, what, you, what you expose them to, but you also know that you can't, shield them from everything right um and so you know the general environment without it being the specific things becomes more important and so i know there's other you know men in my life that my boys uh know that i'm friends with that hey if they offered some correction or if they saw something they would say something um and and i want my boys to know that right um i i want my daughter uh to know that um and so i i think that's so important and god uses us to sharpen you know one another i mean we're all uh, we're, we're all pretty big messes, honestly, when it gets down to it. So talking about looking <laughs> like you have it all together, nobody has it all together. Some people just fake, fake it harder um, <laughs> than others uh, and, and, are, and are more publicly seen uh, in doing so. But um, and then just a practical takeaway. It's obviously very important to us. Just kind of have a theme for your family. Mm. You know, and in the ancient times, people had like a family crest and like right. yeah. thing, a shield of thing, arms, exactly. coat of and, arms. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. Between the two of us, we got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but that meant something like what's the identity of your family? And, and I think that that's important. Like people, you know, kids need to know who they are, like what's yeah. their purpose? Um, what's informing that? We found a way that made that work for us. That might look different for you or for other people that are listening. But I think if you can help your kids understand their identity, both in Christ and also just as a bush, what does it mean to be a bush? Right. I think mm-hmm. that's important. Yeah, I agree 100%. I heard a, uh, listen to a John Maxwell, uh, it wasn't a podcast, a speech kind of about that and making sure your kids know that they are loved, make sure that they know that they are gods and make sure they know they are yours. Make yeah. sure they know they oh, are a that. bush or they are a Patrick or whatever yeah. it is. I love that. So it was a uh, very good words there. Well, folks, I, we really do appreciate you guys being with us tonight Absolutely. and doing this. Uh, it's been fun. It's been enlightening. I always pick up things as I as I listen. I'm constantly, it's coming in, I'm processing, constantly thinking like, all right, how can I insert or implement different parts or take my, you know, put my spin on things yeah. to make it work. Yeah. So this is great. And I'm sure people listening will be doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited for everyone to, to get to hear some of what y'all said. And uh, I know I'm going to be talking to Justin tonight, even. She's like, going to be what's downloading a, what's that a, app. What's our, uh, yes, first of all, I'll be downloading that Poonty app. But also, I'll be like, what's our family theme? We got to come up with this now ASAP. Yeah. So, no, I'm very, it's been, it's been a joy and a pleasure. And, um, you know, not only for the people that are listening, but it's fun for Justin and I to gain some insight and knowledge, too. Well, so. we're very thankful that you guys asked us. So thanks for having us. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to that. Yeah, I hope it was pretty insightful and you know, got some practical things to take home with you and maybe even give a try this week. Yeah, for sure. So a big thank you to Curtis and Lindsay for that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was. So <laughs> for you and I to wrap this thing up quickly, uh, wins and losses for the week. Yeah. Well, I can start with my loss. All right. Um, so this week and, and just in particular this season right now for me being a school counselor, um, it's just 
a lot, to be honest, a lot at once. We, we do scheduling for the next year and I'm not going to sit here and list everything, but there's just a lot on my plate in this season. Um, I love my job, but I feel like this week, um, I was just a little more complainy about it. Not that I didn't enjoy what I was doing, but just like so much going on at one time that I just felt like, eh, I was a little more negative and complainy than I would have liked to be, or even, um, kind of project onto other people. So I hopefully I can do better this week. Yeah. Hopefully. Hey, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, for me, my loss was I was actually at home with the boys. Um, I forget what night it was, what you had going on. Maybe a volleyball night for you. I think it was, it was volleyball night. And so I uh, go and put Jones to bed and I still have a lot of things going on. Um, you know, dishes, cleaning up, cleaning up the boys' dinner, get them baths, do do all the night things still. So I put Jones to bed and I'm starting to wash dishes. Well, he's crying and like, whatever, you, you got to let him cry it out a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I mean, so, that's like a normal thing yeah. ha- that happens. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll give him a few minutes and if he, do- if he doesn't stop, I'll go in, but mm-hmm. I'm going to wash these dishes. And so I wash the dishes and then all of a sudden the cry turns into like a, like, like a whale, bloody murder whale cry, like uncontrollable. I'm like, so, you know, I immediately run in then because I'm like, something's up. Like he doesn't do that. Yeah. And I go to like pick him up and like he's, I see he's stuck. Mm. His hands was stuck on something. It is dark. And like, I didn't turn on the light or anything. I just went to go grab him. And his finger was caught and Mm. it was caught in like a clip and a broken piece of plastic that came from like a sound machine that we had clipped to his uh, carrier and his car seat. Mm. And it, uh, for whatever reason, that was still on there and he had grabbed it, reached through the crib rail, grabbed it and it pinched his finger. And so like, I'm trying to get it off of my, I finally do. And he had cut his finger. And, you know, it was bleeding. I mean, not a ton, but it was was bleeding and it tore the skin. And so I was, you know, trying to put a Band-Aid on it and and all the things. And this night turned into like an hour later of me trying to get him to go to sleep. And I just felt horrible that he got hurt. I felt bad that, why did I leave that on there? Mm Mm-hmm. For him to, you know, potentially grab. Why did I have the carrier too close to the, to the crib? I, I, I could, I could have moved it. You know, all these things you play through your mind. But that was my loss. Well, I mean, it's sad, but and unfortunate. But I mean, that does happen. Like kids are gonna get hurt, and we obviously don't want them to. Yeah, but, but he's our baby. <laughs> I know. And I know. your win. My win. Um, so this actually kind of goes to what Lindsay was saying in her interview. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited about my win right now because for the past week or so, I've been thinking about, I really want to do some sort of devotions with the kids. And we, we've kind of tried different things in the past, but it just, they weren't very attentive. Um, it just <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, it just, that's putting it mildly. And honestly, it just felt like one more thing we have to do. And our night routine is already filled. Well, and that's because they weren't in it. You know, when yeah, it, it felt yeah, like they a chore. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it did feel like a chore. So I found this um, book on Amazon, read some reviews, and it's a small little book. Um, but it's basically, it's, maybe we can put the link w- with our stuff here for y'all, but it's like Jesus talking to the kids. Um, and they, it's just like one tiny little page and with a little verse that they memorize and Jesus talking to the kids, like he's just their friend. Um, it's like letters from Jesus and, and whatnot. And we just started it on like two days ago or yesterday or something. Yeah. And they, they still have the verse memorized. Yeah. And they're just saying it all the time. I think the first verse was, um, let the children come to me and don't stop them. Of course it paraphrases the verse to make it more relevant to the kids. But I'm like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just so excited. Honestly, feeling so blessed that we found something that um, is going to start to just give them these 
pieces of scripture, even though they may not even know it's scripture. We say it's a Bible verse, but that they can already start to hide away and tuck away in their heart. Um, and that'll come up like even when we, they don't know it and we don't know it. So, yeah, I, I, I have to admit I was pretty daggone surprised tonight mm-hmm. when you asked them yesterday's verse and Jace yeah. was able to recite it because he's, you know, He's yeah. the one that is the sponge that soaks it up, but you never really know if he's got it all <laughs> or not, unless he really wants to to showcase his mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. So, yeah, and that was a win. Well, in the best part, too, it does not take any more than five minutes long. Right. At all. So, and they enjoy it. So, it's exciting. Yeah, that is a good win. You're you're a good mom. That was a good win for Aww. mom. You, you, you were also skeptical when I bought the book. You're like, did you even read the reviews? I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I said, did you read the, rescri- the description? And you said, no, I didn't read the description. I read reviews. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my win, you know, I feel I've done this before and it's been my win before and it'll probably be continue to be my win every time I do it. And that is I had both boys actually um, Friday night. And they had been wanting to do something fun, and they always, they'll ask, um, and Jet asked in particular, he said, Dad, can we do a podcast? Because Jet loves to talk. Oh, yeah. Loves to talk. And um, so he and Jace, and they're both into it, so we came downstairs, and I set everything up, set up three microphones, they each had their own little microphone, and... And uh, we sat down here and we talked, talked about things. I mean, Jet knew exactly what he wanted to talk about. Starts talking about (laughs) four wheelers right off the bat. You know, before I can even hit the record button, he's like, all right, these microphones are up. I'm going to start talking. (laughs) We're we're doing this thing. And uh, so that was, that was good. There's probably some gems in there that I I may go through and maybe post on the end of another podcast. You should. I hope so. But it was, it was fun. And, and it, you know, it's it. It's one of those things, it takes me a little bit of extra effort, not a ton, a little bit of extra effort Mm -hmm. to make a big impact and do something that in their eyes is super fun. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, that'd be my encouraging word is to put in that little extra effort to, Mm -hmm. to make something super fun for the kids. Well, I think too, as you're talking about that, of course they love the podcast, they have the fun microphones and stuff, but also in general... Kids just like it when we listen, when I'm not cleaning the (laughs) counter at the same time saying, yeah, yeah, that's cool, buddy. But I'm actually just staring at them listening, which that takes a little bit of extra effort for me (laughs) to not multitask. For sure. Well, that is it for us. And uh, we know this has been a long one, but I hope that it's worth listening to. I know the interview portion is worth the first six minutes that we're yakking and this last six minutes may not be worth much, but all yeah. the, the meat in the middle is a good stuff. So. Oh, for sure. It was such a good time. All right. Well, you guys. Make sure that you follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Um, with Snack Time with JNC and like us on Facebook, Snack Time with Justin and Clarissa. All right, everyone, you take care. Peace. Bye.